Ju 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 and we're off. It is Wednesday, August twenty third, twenty twenty three A.D. Happy Men's History Month, everybody. And it's nine oh one and thirty five seconds A.M. U.S. Pacific. Daylight time here in Los Angeles. I will get to your calls, guys. But uh, there's this um, unchristian climate pusher, Democrat, who talks about the GOP debate and Trump's subversion or whatever. And uh, Maui wildfires, a little, uh, a little update from KCAL local news here, talking about lack of DNA samples. There's like over a thousand people missing. I uh, will talk about maybe some Christian women. Sleepy Joe was not asleep over there in Maui. He was bowing his head in solemnity. (laughs) Um, There were some other things. A hero got covered fellow students in that Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting. I happened across this picture on Twitter. Sort of a graphic, half-naked picture. Um, But he has these crazy scars. 15-year-old boy at the time. Right on, man. Got shot five times, I think. Did he survive? Anthony Borges? Uh, We'll talk about these blacks. There's a Lonnie Bunch guy who's running the Smithsonian now and apologizing on behalf of the Smithsonian to the blacks. And he's black. Into the black thing, apparently. Seemingly. Shakari Richardson. It's not Shakari Richardson. It's Shakari, I think. 23-year-old young sprinter gal, American, black, unapologetically black. I may talk a little bit about her. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I've been talking for days, weeks about getting to this boy who uh, did not go to heaven. But I have, to my credit, I have been knocking down those, um, those stories that I've been meaning to get to. So, all that, perhaps, and your calls, guys, if you would like to call in. By the way, we have uh, Walking on Water Hassan coming, ru- cut up, coming up right after Hake. And by the way, today I will also play that cover of Fascination Street, originally by The Cure, other version that you probably lesser in many of your minds, probably all of your minds, by Stavesacre Christian Band from the 90s, Tooth and Nail. I'll play that for you in another Christian punk song against smoking. So I'm excited about those things. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. guys doing i am fine i said hey guys with my headphones off 
and I was like shocked at how loud it is. I scared myself. <laughs> I didn't know I could be that loud. Just call me black. <laughs> no, I'm not black loud. I'm white loud. And I'm not even that loud for a white because those, you can tell I'm screaming, like yelling, whereas some guys just talk that loud. Hey! Come on! Especially those guys who, I've talked about this already before, those guys who are uh, like general contractors and their voice has to carry. And they just talk like, just loud. And it's just normal. (sighs) So I'm wearing my Great Black Hope t-shirt. The Great Black Hope. The Great, in red letters, black and white, but somewhat gray letters, and hope in blue letters, jcleepeterson.com, and it has a picture of JLP from his, uh, when he was wearing that hoodie that says, I am not a victim. Predates Trayvon Martin, oh, by the way, guys. It wasn't a pro-Trayvon Martin statement. Of course, the I am not a victim already counter-signals the Trayvon Martin false victimhood narrative. So, right on to JLP. And Bond, that's cool. Uh, let me get right to a call or two, guys. You can call in 1-888-775-3773. 888-775-3773. Put a 1 in front of it if you're calling via Skype from overseas, as I believe Denny in Bulgaria is doing. Denny, thanks for calling, man. How are you doing? Thank you for taking my call, Mr. Hick. I'm doing better. Thank you. I hope you're doing fine, too. I am. I'm glad you're, uh, you've are you gotten well. I am. I'm actually taking a little bit of a vacation myself here. Nice. Indeed. Mr. Hick, I'm calling because uh, I watched your program yesterday. It was remarkable. And a gentleman called. Uh, he was... Uh, I forgot his name. I really apologize for that. I'm just bad with names. No problem. And he was talking about... Uh, how we shouldn't really be focused on the past and what happened uh, decades ago because we don't know the whole thing. You're and right. I just wanted to give uh, an interesting story about me, actually. And that happened in either May or June 2014, about nine years ago, sir. And uh, back then I was working for the government. I was uh, working in the financial department of the National Railway Infrastructure Company here in the EU funding department. And I was very unhappy. I, I didn't like my job. So I, I wanted to see if I can find something else. So I went to an interview. And uh, uh, the, the only opportunity I had then was the, the HR department was in another city. So I, I, I got on a train and I went there to, to see if I can get a, a different position, a different place. And, and once I got back at my old job in the railway infrastructure company, because uh, it was pretty open, everybody knew. And I told a colleague of mine, I went over there to, for a job interview. He asked me, so how did you get there? It was in a, in a nearby city. I said, well, I caught a train. Because, uh, you know, me working at the railway infrastructure company, the, the train was basically free. So I, I traveled by, by train. Nice. And I said, well, uh, you know, I took the train and uh, I went there. He said, well, that's not possible because the train never left the station. Uh, what do you mean? I was on the train. The train left the station and it went to the other city and I had the interview. said, no, that never happened. And 
I was like, okay, fine, because I wasn't arguing or anything. But right. a couple of days afterwards, a supervisor of mine called me in his office. And he was he was not a direct supervisor. He was six or seven levels at the time above me, like quite superior. And I went there and said, uh, I heard you went to, on a job interview. I hope you went well. How did you get there? And, you know, because I, I didn't know how to react. I was like, well, the fact that you're asking means that you know that how I got there. Said, well, no. I mean, according to you, you you went with a train, but the train never went there. I said, well, yeah, it did. And he just looked at me for about thirty, forty seconds, like like just looking at me and, and being silent. It was one of the most uncomfortable moments of my time. <laughs> said, listen, you are you are a nice kid. I was back then. I was twenty three or something. I said, you're a nice, nice fellow, intelligent, intelligent boy, but Shut your mouth about that. That's an, you, you you didn't get there with the train. The train never left the station. That's it. it just that's it. It's over. Wow. And, and then and then I left because he pointed the door. And in all fairness, to be honest, until this day, I don't know what happened. I have no idea. Back then, that was an election year. So maybe, just maybe, you know, that the railway infrastructure company maybe it was simply a supply chain issue. Maybe the supply chain schedule wasn't updated or anything. They didn't want anything else on them because the company wasn't doing very well back then. Maybe it was something else because, you know, every time during election periods here, at least here in Europe, every administration is messing up things for the next one, to put it that way. So maybe something else happened. The, the thing is, and why am I telling you all this? The thing is that we don't know what's going on so the best thing we can do is say maybe and to speculate and if you're a serious person if you don't want to look ridiculous you shouldn't go with a maybe because maybe is not a serious word you, you true you're being ridiculous if you rely only on a, on the maybe yeah and i'm i'm not telling you a story from you know you know normally i call you and there you there you things that happened five six ten hundred years ago or something like that yeah no that's that, that was nine years ago i was and I was on that train so you know i'm it wasn't like something I heard in a pub by somebody who's half drunk or something i was <laughs> I was actually there yeah and even i honestly I don't know what I'm talking about I, I just know that I went there and got the interview why was that officially, why the train officially never left the station? I don't know. And nobody, I mean, obviously somebody knows, but in all fairness, it doesn't really matter. Because that's my point. You don't know what happened. Nobody, people in general don't know what happened. So they can only speculate. And speculation. Yep. I beg your pardon? I started to say, and you were there and you don't know what happened. Yeah, I was there and I have no idea what happened. <laughs> right. So... That's yeah. bizarre. So that, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is. Well, honestly, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. But yeah, the the point is, <clears throat> if you are a serious person, you should work with facts, yeah. not with maybes, not with speculation, not with you yeah. know hi, uh, hypothesis or something like that. Because it, it doesn't work like that. Right. You have to know what you're talking about and. You know, a lot of people, and I didn't, I, I just called you to tell you this, I'm not trying to insult anyone, but a lot of people don't know what they're talking about. Very true. Yeah. So no, I know that. And I know that about you. You're not, you're not saying that with ill intent or to bash anybody. No, 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 I'm not. Yeah. And, you know, just think about it because this is a story about a, a 
23-year-old, I was 23 back then, 23-year-old man who wasn't fine with his job. He was looking for another job, so he went on a job interview. Everybody have that story. Everybody I know yeah. have that story. Like, we all went on a job interview at some point in our lives. And if something so trivial and so unimportant, to, to be honest, yeah. can generate such a fuzz to, <laughs> so I that know. I can be called to, you know, the, the, the man who called me was, very close with the the back then minister of transportation here. Yeah. So, yeah, the the fact that that happened, uh, and you know, again, just a young man looking for a job and, and, and generated that. Imagine what what things could be generated if, God forbid, something gets somebody gets killed or there's a conflict or a war or a, an accident or something. People can get crazy. So that's basically the, why I called you because I just wanted to highlight that. No matter the situation, Mr. Peterson says it pretty well. You should observe, but, you know, just observe it. Yeah. Don't, don't get drawn into it. Very true, man. Very true. That is, what a, so a lot of the listeners are lost. And if you're feeling lost, I think the, a lot of listeners are lost. If you're feeling lost, you're feeling how... You probably felt right, Denny. By... I felt incredibly confused yeah. at the beginning, <laughs> but in all fairness, because you know, when you work for the government, you have to expect stuff like that. All right, you, I've been working in the private sector for over seven years now, so there are you, you're not encountering those situations there. But when you work for the government, you kind of have to be prepared for this because it's inevitable; it will happen one way or another. You never know but whose, whose toes you may step on. Yeah, but With I was 23, and, and, yeah, <laughs> and, and in all fairness, you know, a 23-year-old man, like, I was a man, but a 23-year-old, you know, men actually mature slower than women. It's, I've heard it, that. It's a fact. Physically speaking. Yeah, it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was, I was uh, arrogant, I was uh, a little <laughs> bit aggressive. Yeah. So, you know, when, when, when it didn't happen my way, I mean, kind of, like, well, I was, you know, no pun intended, but off the rails. So, um, yeah, and, and uh, you know, I was left and right about on this subject. And, uh, you know, the man who actually called me was pretty level-headed. He was, I think he was 65, 6, something like that back then. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't even know if he's alive today. Right. I haven't heard from him in a long time ago. But, yeah, and if something so trivial can generate s such a situation... Well, something more serious can generate even bigger problems. And if people are not aware of what's going on, if they go into speculation instead of just waiting a little bit to see how it goes, uh, it may cause a lot of issues. Right. And a lot of problems. As save well. yourself the save yourself the headache. You know, there's no need to fight or beef over something that doesn't matter to you. If it matters to the other person, let them have that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in all fairness, <clears throat> again, you know, the, the eagle woke up when that happened. Cause, what do you mean I wasn't on? Yes, I was on the thing. <laughs> I you know. Think huh? And I was like, cause, you, you know, you can only imagine what I was like. Right. right. And, and, and it was stupid and crazy, as we say here. I, I, I don't know if you read the book of uh, Miguel de Cervantes, uh, The Adventures of Don Quixote. You know, when he fights Don Quixote. With, I've with, I've heard of it and in high school, Spanish class. 
Don Quixote. Yeah. yeah. And when she fights with the windmills, well, that's exactly what I did. I had to fight with the windmills because then <laughs> being all crazy about it. That's funny. So, you know, when that happened, you know, my best advice is just let it go. If it's important, you will find out about it. Yeah. If it's not important, most of the times it's not important. Right. Uh, just, just ignore it. Yep. And that's about it. That's a little bit of a testimony here from, from me about this. Appreciate that, Denny. Interesting, uh, interesting call, man. Right on. Well, that's it, Mr. Hake. I know you're busy. I would like to wish you and your audience uh, all the best. Kind regards to your colleagues, and God be with you, sir. Thank you, man. Happy Men's History Month. Happy Men's History Month. Have a nice day, sir. All right. Denny in Bulgaria. That reminds me of this story that I came across on far-left extremist uh, liberal story slash article aggregator, sometimes interesting, though, and sometimes useful information, Pocket, which is compiled and shared and pro- propped up by far-left extremist web browser Firefox, owned by far-left extremist uh, dominated SJWs run Mozilla, which ousted their Christian... Um, their Christian co-creator years ago, the guy who invented JavaScript or, or wrote JavaScript in, came up with it, Brendan Eich. I've told the story many times. But anyway, Pocket article, this Pocket article reads, uh, look at, let me sh- I'll show you this screenshot of the thing that caught my eye. Anger Aeon 1 Pocket. Um, I only have one screenshot for this whole article thing that I'm going to share with you guys. I'm not going to share the whole thing. But it says, well, this is an intellectual liberal, maybe an Italian, it's a question mark, on anger. And it has a, we're looking at a photograph of a raccoon. Shout out to the raccoons. Raccoons are so awesome. That's a raccoon, right? I don't know. There's a short word for raccoon that I don't think that we're allowed to say or we shouldn't say, I guess, you know. Polite company. (laughs) Uh, But Davy Crockett had a coonskin hat. (laughs) And as a kid, I wanted to have a coonskin hat. (laughs) Anyway, and it has its mouth open, its teeth bared, and I guess that's supposed to be a picture of anger? I don't know. It looks awesome to me. Anger is not necessarily awesome unless it's the awesome wrath of God and or Mother Nature, Nature's God. Anyway, anger is temporary madness. Aeon. I don't know how to pronounce that name of that, uh, the outlet that put this article out originally. A-E-O-N. A-E-O-N. Anger is temporary madness, reads this headline. I'm looking up at it, okay? We have a new monitor here, and it's so cool. Um, anger is temporary madness. If I look up at this one, it looks more like I'm actually looking at it on the screen. Cool, huh? The uh, audio podcast listeners, we have the picture of the, uh, of the headline up. Pocket headline. Anger is, anger is temporary madness. The Stoics. Stoics knew how to curb it. Stoics were some philosopher types who were into not showing or not giving in to their emotions, just being even keel, 
throughout it all, neither up nor down. Uh, JLP talked to some guy who talked about Stoics, this uh, Hispanic guy, and we put that put out that clip. It was from a few weeks ago. We put that put out that clip. I think yesterday on the Bond YouTube channel, as well as other Bond uh, alternative platform channels, video channels. So check that out. JLP is like, I don't know what Stoic is. You drop that word Stoic, because then you get an idea, and then you go, like, I'm gonna be Stoic. And all ideas are wrong, JLP says. Yeah, and so people get all hyped up. And it's interesting, because this is a liberal this, uh, who wrote this article. Seemingly liberal. I'm profiling him. I think it's a him. Anger is a complicated emotion, but one you can learn to control. This reads, I don't know if the editor wrote this. Here's how. Control? Control? No, it controls you. Here's how to avoid the triggers is the real headline. And I don't have the uh, real headline for you guys. Originally published October 12th, 2017. And it's out of date. It starts out dated. Dated. When it's dated, that means it's saying something that's in the headlines that nobody knows what you're talking about anymore. Because it's something that's long gone. It's an article by Massimo Massimo. I've known a Massimo before. One of my friends named his kid Massimo. His son, Massimo, I think. M-A-S-S-I-M-O. Pigliucci, I think. Pigliucci. Pig Liu CCI. I think I'm pronouncing that roughly correctly. He's the KD Irani, whatever that is, professor of philosophy at the City College of New York. CCNY. Author of How to Be a Stoic, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Living, 2017. Also author of A Handbook for New Stoics, How to Thrive in the World of Your World Out of Your Control, 2019. Co-authored with Gregory Lopez, How to Live a Good Life, A Guide to Choosing Your Personal Philosophy. A supposedly forthcoming book in 20 coming out 2020, but 2020 already passed. Co-edited with such and such and such and such. So anyway, he, uh, he writes this Massimo Pigliucci. Is that Italian? Shout out to the Italians. Not normal whites, necessarily. His thinking is not white on the inside, necessarily. But let's see if he has some good wisdom. He says, he states, he writes, People get angry for all sorts of reasons. <laughs> uh... From the trivial ones, someone cut me off on the highway. It's trivial, right? To the really serious ones. People keep dying in Syria, and nobody is doing anything about it. Syria? Syria? (laughs) There's that squealy, Crowder-esque voice (laughs) that I find so annoying. (laughs) My bag. So this is 2017. It doesn't make any sense today. And even back in 2017, I don't know if it made any sense. Syria. This guy is upset about people keep dying in Syria. Well, I know that in Syria we're told, we were told back in 2017, this is when Trump did, he bombed Syria, right? Didn't he do some bomb raids or something like that in Syria? He didn't start a new war, but he did a bomb raid, and some of the people were mad about that. And I don't know if he bombed people... As much as just weapons or something like that. 
They, the mainstream media claimed, and the, probably the evil UN claimed back then, that Syria, Assad, Assad? Do you know? Yeah, it's Assad, right? Assad in Syria, I think that some of the people over there, like, I think it was, Andre was the board operator at the time, and Andre was, is, an Armenian. And he, he liked Assad. He was fine with Syria because of Assad. He was fine with Iran. I think he was okay with, uh, with Israel. But, you know, the pro-Israel people are not as okay with Iran. And I don't know how their, what their position is on Syria. But they were claiming that, oh, Assad uh, gassed used biological weapons against his own people or something like that. And there was this big propaganda video about children, maybe, you know, emotional video of children maybe being biological weaponed or getting treatment or something like that. And so they were claiming that. And I don't know what to believe. I don't make any claims, okay? Partly for the sake of my channel, but also because I don't know. Like, J- like uh, Denny in Bulgaria said, uh, maybe is a waste of time and speculation is a waste of time. Don't know? Don't care. People are really angry about... <laughs> maybe people are really angry about what's going on in Syria. I mean, they're angry enough to try to bomb them or go after them, right? Oh, he broke the rules. Biological warfare... Is bad. I mean, I get that. I I sort of agree because who wants to be have their bodies all messed up by biological weapons? But nobody wants to have their bodies messed up by bullets and bombs and normal things either, or blacks or Hispanics or ISIS or whatever gangs, or, or even whites or even Asians. <laughs> so, but whatever. So anyway, continuing in this article, but, so I think that that's trivial too. What are we doing over here getting all hyped up in our imagination about what's going on in Syria? Let them defend themselves and uh, some people who are close to that uh, stand up for what's right over there. Not not so much us. Anyway, uh, mostly anger arises for trivial reasons says, writes Massimo Pigliucci in this pocket slash Aeon article. And it's interesting because JLP says, it's all trivial. There's never a reason to be angry. So anyway, that's why the American Psychological Association, the APA, the far-left extremist APA, aren't they the ones who come up with the DSM, diagnostic, something, statistical manual or whatever? of mental illnesses back until the 70s. Gay was a mental illness, and then they removed it in the 70s because they learned more information, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure they learned more information, but doesn't didn't justify necessarily removing it. But anyway, Diagnostic, Sean, our producer, JLP's producer, uh, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the DSM, I think, volume whatever. Um, I think they come up with that, the APA, I think. 
American Psychological Association, has a section of its website devoted to anger management. Anger management. I think uh, JLP has said you don't manage anger, you overcome it, you get rid of it. Or it has to be removed from you, taken from you by God. Because it's a spirit. Interestingly, this section of this website from the far-left extremist American Psychological Association, generally unchristian, I would say, and unmanly, female-minded, liberals, it reads very much like one of the oldest treatises on the subject, though. Maybe they have some good information there, right? On Anger is the treatise written by the Stoic philosopher, capitalize the S in the word Stoic, for some reason that I don't know, and I'm not going to look into at this point, Lucius Aeneas Seneca. Seneca. Back in the first century CE, he put CE. Let me not overreact to that too much. Let me not get angry. (laughs) But if you notice, every morning during Hague News and at the beginning of the Hague Report, I put A.D., the year of our Lord. Shout out to the Roman Empire. Strength, manliness, Christian, at least nominally Christian, (laughs) C.E., common era, because they don't want to admit that Christ is king. I'm shaking my head. Let me continue, because I don't want to spend too long on this. Seneca thought that, he, he claims that Seneca thought that anger is a temporary madness. Madness. That's why you're mad. Remember you're mad? Mad also means crazy. Huh? Get it? That even when justified, whoa, this person claims that it can be justified. I don't know if Seneca thought it could be justified. Maybe he did. Stoic philosopher. We should never act on the basis of anger. That's not what the mainstream media wants to do. That's not what the demon rats want to do. That's not what the rhinos want to do. Stupid. But anyway, uh, because though other vices affect our judgment, anger affects our sanity. Others come in mild attacks and grow unnoticed, but men's minds, women's minds too, even more so, maybe, or just as much, uh, men's minds plunge abruptly into anger. Its intensity is in no way, this is a quote, I guess, of Seneca, its intensity is in no way regulated. I don't know if Seneca wrote, spoke English, but it's maybe a translation. In no way related, regulated by its origin, for it rises to the greatest heights from the most trivial beginnings. Interesting, huh? The perfect modern milieu. Milieu. Don't ask me what that is. Stew? Maybe? Or, I don't know. I don't know, Donald. I don't care. For anger management is the internet. The internet. If you have a Twitter or Facebook account, writes this Massimo Italian liberal, or write, read, or comment on a blog, you know what I mean. Heck! He writes, heck! Good for him. Not H-E double toothpicks. Uh, Twitter anger has been brought up, brought up to new heights or lows, depending on your point of view, by the current president of the United States, Donald Trump. This guy's blaming Trump for anger being stirred up. Psh, being 
What, the truth stirs up people's anger? I guess it does. I guess it does. What's that quote? Is it a quote from like Ronald Reagan or some of those boomer conservatives? You want to make a conservative angry? Tell him a lie. And he knows you're lying? It makes him mad. That's Whites do not like lies, right? Conservatives don't either. Uh, most of the time those overlap. Or much of the time anyway. Uh, you want to make a liberal mad? Tell them the truth. And that's so common. People freak out when the truth is being told. Too true, too true. Trump, they hated him for telling the truth. And then they just found piddly little things that he, that he supposedly lied about. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Uh, so they accuse him of lying. That's what they do. They lie, and they accuse the, chi- the chief truth-teller of the country. Chief being the, the most prominent, that, that is. They call him a liar. <laughs> Uh, you tell blacks the truth, they get mad. You tell women the truth, they get mad. You tell anybody the truth about themselves, themselves, and they get mad. <sighs> so, give me a break. But I found that interesting, especially the trivial point. Um, it reminded me of what Denny in Bulgaria said, who called in today talking about people got on edge with him over him saying that over him saying that he took the train to some interview 9 years ago 9 years ago he told them that and they're like no you didn't it's like okay not going to fight over that you, you want to fight about it and people get mad over dumb stuff puffed up on their Egos. Terrible. So let's get to some news, guys. Uh, The Maui wildfire mess. This is a screenshot of a tweet from KCAL News. uh, Maui, I think, Maui victims. A thousand missing. And uh, not likely to be able to ID ID them for... uh, Due to uh, lack of DNA samples, a hundred families, and they use the term families loosely, you know, have handed over DNA samples. And we're looking at a photograph of, in this uh, headline, of a burned out truck and a cleanup crew with, I guess the military is helping with the cleanup because they're dressed in sort of fatigues, military fatigues. I don't know why they're called fatigues, but it's a cool name. Fatigue means tired. I don't know why. But, you know, camouflage uniform thing. I wonder if it's hot. I wonder if it's... I mean, I guess it's protecting them from the sun if they're not... If they're uh, light-skinned. Whatever. But look at that destruction. Crazy, huh? Whew. Lack of DNA samples hinders the effort to identify Maui wildfire victims. This feels a little bit like a pro-give-up-your-DNA-to-the-government so that they can identify your body as if you care. You're dead. You don't care if your body's identified. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice if your family could know what happened to you, I suppose, so they can get this ego notion of closure. But sometimes, what's that line from the, from the 
Princess Bride? Get used to disappointment. Get used to disappointment. You may not ever find out the truth. Say you get ghosted by somebody. Yeah, I mean, you might prefer that they let you know, but this, this person, this person lets you know why they quit contacting you or whatever. But you don't have to know. In some cases, it's <laughs> Anyway. It's crazy, though. Um, more than a thousand people remain unaccounted for more than two weeks after the devastating wildfires ripped through Maui. Urgent efforts to identify the remains of those discovered in the ashes prompted emergency leaders to call on families for DNA samples, so-called leaders, DNA samples to aid in the ID process. Only 104 families have submitted DNA samples. Would you submit your family member's DNA sample? Because it's very related to you, and then uh, they can ID you. I mean, sometimes it's good to have a little bit of anonymity because... These people are not really your friends. The government is not your friend. The government is not here to help. <laughs> Generally. Maybe a little bit sometimes. But they seem to harm more than help. Well, I don't know. But I'm not, telling, I'm not telling the Hawaiians not to give their DNA. Bunch of liberals. Texas resident Jason Musgrove, J-A-Y-S-O-N. So is that a black name? Or is, is there a white who spells his name with a Y, Jason? Uh, traveled to Maui in search of his missing mother, Linda Vikelli, submitted his DNA. Hard to get answers because nobody really knows what's happening. Unless someone tells me where she's at. What? It's where she is. I'm not going to stop looking for her, he said. <sighs> Confirmed death toll remains at 115. So, a thousand missing, they haven't even found a thousand bodies. Because they can confirm the death toll without identifying the people, right? Uh, wild, huh? What about submitting dental samples? Can't they, don't the teeth remain? The teeth don't tend to burn, right? Or do they? Do the teeth, do the teeth burn to ash? Depending on how hot the fire is, I suppose. Request for DNA samples is for nefarious purposes, states EBB, who may know something that you and I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, crazy. Uh, let me get to Latin A. Latin A in Cali, who called in the other day about this situation. Latin A, how are you doing? Hi, Hake. Hey. I'm, I'm doing terrible. I mean, I'm still very blessed. But the reason why I feel, I'm feeling kind of terrible is because I'm so in shock of what I didn't realize beforehand is that when I saw the people that were um, the survivors asking the officials that were taking questions, they were asking, where are the children? I didn't understand what they meant. I had no idea. I, I thought they were at home with their families. You know, I didn't know that these kids were supposedly in school and sent home on a bus. And um, so bones do turn to ash, but there will be chunks that survive. Okay. From what I've seen on, like, forensics 
videos like of, you know, America's Deadliest Killers or something like that, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and I did see an official, I think it's the head sheriff or whatever, the head police officer. He he said um, that that people are walking on the ashes and that they should stay out of the area, supposedly, uh, so that, I mean, they're going to have to, like, scrape up evidence, basically, to try to, they're really not going to be able to find them, I guess. Wow, so um, people are wa- people are potentially walking on human ashes, human body ashes. Correct. And have you heard about the um, the conspiracy theories? Wait, let me stop you because you said something that that threw me off. You said that you're doing terrible because you realized that these people who are questioning the leaders about where the children. Uh, the children allegedly burned up in a bus, perhaps? Yeah, all alone without their parents. And that tore me up so bad that I, the only way, because I don't know how to live stream, so all I did was like post a video of something I found that could speak for me. Uh-huh. You know, this man, I used this man's voice to speak up for me. And um, like, I'll try not to cry, I'm sorry, but I mean, it's just so heartbreaking to think about those Kids. And, and it's and it's a sure died. thing that the kids died, the children died. So, just, no, it's not. It's not because there's a conspiracy theory behind that. Oh, but anyway, but according to the official report, they're they're quite positive. No, they're not answering questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why are you so caught up with this particular story? Um, because <laughs> I'm a mother. You know, I um, I have children, and yeah. I can't imagine, like, my kids going to school, and then they send them home, and then they burn up on the bus, like, all by themselves, you know? Yeah, but w- would it be better if they burned up with you? Of course! How? How would that be better? <laughs> because at least I would be able to um, uh, comfort them. Oh, come on! But you, for real. I, but you're in your imagination and emotions. You, yeah, but you asked a hypothetical. I answered it. No, no, I didn't ask you a hypothetical. I asked you why you're so into this story. Oh, really? I mean, I asked you a hypothetical I mean, that I'm you brought up. I mean, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't follow you enough to know if you're trolling me. No, no, I'm, I'm not trolling you. <laughs> oh, come on! You know, um, you know, JLP and Hake. We. It's, it's hard. It's hard for me to not put myself in that position, like to you know put myself in those shoes. Yeah, that's a that's a, that. I know a lot of women like that, Christian women. I knew. Uh, I I was shocked, and it changed, and it like stuck with me one time when I saw one of my former classmates, um, my friend's wife, posted on her. Uh, this was MySpace, I guess. I think about uh, when I see the ho- the homeless people begging at the in the uh, on the side of the freeway. I think about their life and what I don't know. I forget what she the way she put it, but it's just basically like total empathy uh, for everybody. 
thinking about getting into imagination and emotions. Hey, hey, you're making noise. What's that noise? About the name? Me? Yeah. I'm not making any noise. I'm oh. not moving. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe you were clicking on the phone or something. Something was making a noise. Uh, or maybe it's the feds listening in. Um, <laughs> they are always listening. Some AI is always listening. Though. Nice. Yeah, smart. Right on. <laughs> uh, but it's but it's no such a. Conspiracy. I think that's such a. I think that's unwise for you to get quite so into that. Like no, no, I know. I'm trying to like. You know, I just had to vent. Yeah. I let myself. I let myself cry a little bit, and then what I did was I took action. Uh huh. And something useful, and I posted a video of a man who was speaking up for me. What, what, what was he saying in essence? Out. In essence, he said, Joe, you need to step down as president. Quit lying to people that you understand what these people are going through. <laughs> it's not about you, Joe. Joe Biden. You know, it's not about and, and Kamala, you're just as crazy. <laughs> and, oh, wow, you almost lost your Corvette or whatever car he was talking about and his kitty. <laughs> no, no, that, he said his his wife, too. I think he said he almost lost his, his wife and his Corvette, <laughs> which was funny. And his kitty and his cat. I thought that was so cute. That was cute. <laughs> Wasn't um, that kind of cute? I mean, I get that. See, you know, to me, that to me is an insult for him to try to compare his life. He was trying to, to his, he was trying to relate, and he said on a serious note, because he was really just joking. I mean, he was just... Uh, making light, but trying to empathize. To me, I oh had no... Oh, my God. Pro- that's terrible, though. It's not like terrible. No, it's terrible you're, not supposed to, you're not supposed to be emotional like him. a woman. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't about him, though. Right. It, he, 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 he does do that a lot. I'll give you that. He, 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 yes, it was not about him. Nobody asked him. Did right. he have an experience similar to theirs? Yeah. Nobody asked him about his... Kids. So, in and other words, nobody asked he's him to empathize. To so, yeah, nobody asked him. No, he was, he was basically lying, though. And so what he was supposed to just go do uh-huh. was just to reassure them. Oh, but he he's he, he he's a mama, so he can't help but uh, do what you but what you did and put himself in their shoes. And the way that he did it was. He didn't say, oh, I'm a mother, and I wish I was there for those kids on the school bus to comfort them while we all die. But his empathy is, oh, back in 2004, the lightning struck my, my home, one of my homes, and uh, it came under the wire, and I almost lost my wife, my, my fancy car, <laughs> and my cat. <laughs> he was empathizing like you, like a mama. But that's not just crazy. I would, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even talk about myself to somebody who yeah. went or something like he that. He does that all the know? time. Yeah, yeah. He's such a. Well, I have no idea that person. he's this re- ridiculous. Yeah, know? yeah. No, he's a silly dude person. But there's, there's nothing to be upset about that over, over for him, other than just laugh at him like a, he's a joke, and that's all he ever does. He's a phony politician who gets into his emotions and pretends to appeal to women. 
probably some women fell for it, and some women were outraged at it, and some female-minded <laughs> males fell for it or, and were yeah. outraged by it. And none of them, sh- they should all be like the Stoic, or uh, they should all be shrug their shoulders, and that's irrelevant, he, and Sleepy Joe being phony Joe, and who cares? Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. You know how I told you I, I cried, and I almost cried on your phone call right now. Yeah. I mean, I started to tear up, but, you know, I did, do, I did you know, like, there's a grieving process, and I hope that these um, natives of Hawaii, of Maui, uh, is it called Lahaina? Yeah, I Lahaina. hope that after they get a second to collect themselves and grieve a little bit like I did, that they're going to, um, you know, start going through the process of, no, we need to take action. Because I know, you know, California caught on fire, and that stuff was just all very suspicious. Um, and I believe it was arson. Oh, I believe it was arson. And Well, you know, I disavow that. Town I, of Paradise, I disavow that for the sake of my channel in case that's a, in case that's a yes, some type of offense. Because yeah. we don't know. Yeah, it's a, and I don't think I it's... And, and, it's just my opinion. Well, I recommend not speculating. I don't know if you heard Denny in Bulgaria. Anything is possible, we don't know. And honestly, like, I recommend not getting too caught up. What's your husband say? Did you talk to your husband or your children's father or anything? Is he around? No, they're, they're too busy working, you know. So, like, the men... Are, in my family and, and that, and, like, my kid's dad, yeah. they're usually too busy working. They know that Joe is garbage. They right. know that we are in, like, some <laughs> trouble right now, you yeah, know, yeah. of what's going around. Uh-huh. And, you know, um, but, you know, the people in Paradise, that, that whole city that burnt down in California, um, there weren't as many death victims as there were in Lahaina. Right, because it's more but populous are, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there are some conspiracies that I want you to look into later, hey, after, <laughs> you know, you get time. Nice. Send them over to me, I guess. Okay. <laughs> do you know how to get those, though? Do you, do you receive them? Uh, Did you? Well, where have you sent them to me before? Well, all I have to do is tag you. Yeah, you can tag me. Okay, What's your correct. husband think of you being all so active on social media and, and, uh, <laughs> And emotional and stuff. <laughs> um, let's just say they don't... The, the men in my family don't want me being able to have, like, firearms or anything. <laughs> and they're not worried about me, like, if I go walking at night by myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I wish you well, Lat- Latin A. It's uh, nice to hear from you. Interesting call. And uh, do JLP's Silent Prayer. You do that? No, I've never done it. You heard of it? I have. Uh, are you against it? And I did. I did listen to him earlier today. Yeah. And I heard him talking to the married couple. And Wasn't that I, nice? I, was, I need to uh, look into that so that you know, so that yeah. when um, time comes, if I'm confronted with a danger, I don't get in my emotions and I can just you know defend myself right. without being like, oh no, you know. Yeah. Cool. Well, great Thank call. You. Thank you, Latin A. Am I pronouncing it correctly? Oh, no. My bag. <clears throat> I'll get you next time, Latin A, if you call, if there is next time. <sighs>
I don't like that. I'm, I was overreacting to that click. Not a fan of the click. <sighs> You're fired, Hank! <laughs> uh, Lisa, our resident health expert, says, Nothing wrong with compassion. Makes you more human and humane. Or uh, empathy. Empathy, the basis of compassion. Jesus was about compassion, right? It stems from empathy. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like empathy is like a, a liberal version of, of, uh, of compassion, of Jesus' type of compassion, like of, of love, I think. You know, where you imagine that you're in somebody else's shoes because you're in your imagination. Like, it's not telling you the truth of what it is. You know, when you, you're a resident health expert, you see somebody suffering a physical ailment, sometimes you feel worse about it than they do. They've accepted it, and they've, they're living with it again. Um, I heard that click again, phone tap. <laughs> uh, whereas, it's, it's Latina, it's Latina, Hank, it's not Latin A, Hank. <laughs> Whatever. But thank you, resident health expert. Nice. Chuck is a first-time caller in New Jersey. New Jersey, Chuck, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? Fine, thank you. It's great to hear from you. Same here. Nice. Now, what I was calling about was, uh, I've been Can you, Chuck, I'm interrupting can you. you. Okay? Yeah, it's, it's kind yeah. of muffled. I'm, I cannot hear you okay. It's, I mean, I can somewhat hear you. But yeah, can you hear me now? That's much better, man. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> I had the phone on my shoulder. Ah, uh, problem. Yep. Yeah. Happens to me, yeah, too. Yeah, what I called about, what I called about was the, uh, the fires that occurred in, in Maui. Yeah. Kind of remind me of the fires during war. And, and when we read about the war in, in Germany and Dresden, uh, they firebombed Dresden. They use napalm now. Napalm burns super hot, and what happened was, uh, in that city, it created what you had, what had, what had happened here in in, uh, in Hawaii, as well as what happened a few years ago in California. It created a uh, fire tornadoes. Yeah, and they burned so they burned so hot that the people vaporized. Wow. And, you know, like what you were saying earlier was that um, somebody said that some of the, you know, the, the, the scene of the of the uh, the aftermath of the fire, you see piles of ashes and stuff like that. There might be people walking there, uh, walking on other people's ashes, yeah. which makes it almost impossible to identify with respect to DNA. Yeah. Now, maybe they could use, get some some samples. I don't know. I'm not a... You know, I'm not not a scientist of that that ilk. So, right. What I can tell you is is that if you go back and look at some of the pictures from World War II, both in the uh, European theater of war as well as in the Pacific theater of war, and and, and spe- specifically in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, yeah, where they used the atomic bomb, it uh. burned so hot that people's images were burned into concrete. Wow. Some of the walls and stuff like that. Like oh, a yeah. photograph negative type of thing or something. 
Absolutely. That's amazing. And um, there was a couple of years ago, this happened in California, not to the extent that it did in Maui, but you got to remember Maui is an island surrounded by water. So my guess is the weather patterns were just, everything lined up in, in a certain way was dry enough that it created one heck of a firestorm there. And, you know, my heart goes out to those folks there. But the uh, the bottom line is it's going to be pretty near impossible to identify the uh, the uh, people that are missing, especially the children. Yeah. Um, you showed a picture of a, looked like a Ford F-450 pickup truck. Okay. And if you notice, it got so hot that all the paint was burned off the truck, the tires were burned off, the glass was burned out. I mean, just from what I observed, the glass melted. And, wow. you know, you need a couple thousand degrees of Fahrenheit degrees of temperature in order to make glass melt. Yeah. And the human body at that point is going to vaporize. So uh, it's not impossible to think that these people, they may never identify them. Just what they said that. A thousand people is probably a rough estimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And one, the one, I, I, for lack of a better term, the one good thing about identifying this, Hawaii is an island, so it's kind of isolated. Right. And I'm, my guess is that they can come up with a pretty good estimate as to how many people perished in this fire, apart from the hundred and four, hundred and fifteen that they've already identified. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not everybody. Not everybody is going to be able to identify people through DNA, through um, uh, both DNA records as well as dental records. Right. And this we all know. Yeah. But um, you know, something that happened is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you when you look at the situation here, I don't know if this is the first time that this happened in Hawaii. I'm thinking it is. Um, yes, it did happen in California. And strangely enough... Paradise, California, uh, huh? She mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> of all places. <laughs> but it also happened, if you remember, they had wildfires in Europe. Uh, I visited uh, Greece in 2018, and uh, I, you wouldn't think that it would happen there. Well, they had, wild, had wildfires over there as well. So this is something that's occurring with increasing frequency at least in certain parts of the world. I don't know if it's due to climate change. I, you know, I'm not a climate scientist. Right. But what I can tell you is, is that um, something like this can occur anywhere where you have a dry spell and, uh, you know, the, not, the, the, necessary, the necessary precautions aren't being taken to try and, and guard against this. Um you know, this can, this can happen in a, in, a, in a blink of an eye. And the way these fires travel at the speed with which they travel um, doesn't give you much of an out, especially if you're on, a, on an island like, like uh, Hawaii. You got your back to the ocean. So Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And these, and these I think fires, that some people, like, I thought I heard that some people ran out to sea and maybe drowned or something because they were trying to get away from the fires. That's Wild. possible. That's how, that, that's that's possible. I, I uh, living here in southern New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a tornado in 2021 in the hometown that I used to live in, and it was something that never occurred in that town before. And that 
tornado moved with such ferocity and speed, and the wind that that occurred from it, uh, it, it just tore up, you know, hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar homes, farms. Wow. Uh, it, it did a lot of damage, and you know we weren't prepared for it. Wow! And the past that. Uh, if you two years later, I could take you down to to the town that I used to live in, and you can still see where this tornado went through and the, and the passive destruction that it took. Um, in in the in the eighty nine, I was in uh, um, South Carolina. We visited South Carolina. I have an in law that lives that, that's from there. He married my sister. We went down there. Uh, two days after, a week after Hurricane Hurricane Hugo hit, and I don't know if you've ever seen that kind of destruction and devastation, but um, what I saw just made you <laughs> made you realize that when these events occur, is you know if you don't take the necessary precautions and listen to the the weather reports. Uh, you know, when they tell you to evacuate, that these storms are coming and whatnot, if you don't listen to them, you could become a victim. Worse yet, you might be, you might die from it. And I, yeah. I, what I saw down there and what I saw two years ago made me realize that um, sometimes you can't help these things. There's nothing you can do about it, obviously. Right. But what happened in Hawaii was re- is really a travesty a tragedy beyond measure. And it just made me think, you know, having read about what happened in, in World War II, uh, that the, that there is this possibility that um, these people were vaporized. Vaporized, and, you know, so to speak, because our bodies aren't 100% water, so they don't didn't all right. just turn into water vapor, It tur- but just disintegrated, <laughs> or whatever, whatever the right word yeah. is. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. man. Disintegration now, was, is probably a better word. Now, that was not necessarily napalm, but it was like a precursor to napalm in Dresden, the firebombing? Something like that? I guess I heard. They, I looked it up they, anyway. They used, they used a, a form of napalm. They, they called it incendiary, incendiaries. Oh, okay. Uh, they did the same thing uh, in Tokyo uh, during World War II. They used incendiaries. Because if you remember Tokyo... The houses, most of the houses in Tokyo were made out of paper, oh, paper yeah. fiber, yeah, and wood. Uh-huh. And uh, um, so the they, they, same thing occurred there. Uh, in fact, probably as many people died from uh, the conventional bombing as, as died from... Uh, the atomic uh, bombs. Atomic bombing, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, they used two different forms of atomic bombs in... in, uh, in uh, uh, World War II uh, on, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a there's several movies out about it. There's one called The Fat Man on Little Boy, and then, of course, the most recent movie is uh, Oppenheimer. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and explains, you know, the, the lead-up to the war, uh, to the uh, to the final attack on, two final attacks on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Of course, it's Hollywooded up a little bit. But right, of course. There, 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 there are elements of truth that, that, for the most part, there are elements of truth in there about what happened. And, um, but the conventional bombing uh, that occurred throughout the war uh, killed far more many people than 
than the atomic bomb did. The atomic bomb was a single event, whereas the conventional bombing was a series of events. Yeah. What happened in Germany was um, just thousands upon thousands of bombs being dropped on one city, and they they were incendiaries, and those incendiaries created a firestorm. And I do believe that it lasted for upwards of what two or three days. Um, Crazy. It was it was it was horrible. Yeah. Well, they- we did the same thing. We did the same thing in, in during Vietnam. We used a, a napalm to to uh, clear parts of the jungle along with the foliage and stuff like that. But crazy. Hey, these this is war. <laughs> you know. Thank you, Chuck. Interesting info. You're welcome. Appreciate hearing from uh-huh. you, man. Call me again. All right, we'll do. Okay. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. Guys, this is Men's History Month. We're five minutes after the top of the hour. I will get back to your calls, but now is time for some manly r- Christian rock. Stavesacre. Oh, but he doesn't sing so manly. He sings a little bit more like Robert Smith, who's, I suppose you can tell it's a man or a mannish woman. Perhaps in your imagination you could picture, could this be a mannish woman's voice? Could this be Cher? <laughs> Shout out to Cher. I like a mannish woman's voice. Uh, but this is uh, Stavesacre, a Christian man. Their cover of The Cure's Fascination Street. I've played it before. Yeah, it may be inferior to the original, but maybe it's not. Or maybe it's okay to hear. Come on. You can uh, grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. Or you can cover your ears and sing la la la. Go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, plant your garden, trim back the weeds in the brush to avoid fire uh, risk, you know. Clear the area around your cabin or home. Crack the whip. Get it cracked on you. Have a good attitude. And I'll be right back for our the rest of our two. Uh, Fascination Street, Stavesacre.
not bad, not bad. It's a decent cover. I'm not a big fan of his voice. Depeche Mode Punk? Sounds like the clutch. That's manly to kick a nail in. That bass line, kind of fun. <laughs> it's not manly to kick a nail in. It's irresponsible and reckless behavior. Maybe kick a toenail in. That's male or female. <laughs> Almost like Kermit singing an Aussie song. Lots of laughs. LOL. Mayonnaise music. I disavow that. Gross. Sounds a little like The Cure. Yeah, I like how The Cure has these long intros. My introduction to The Cure was after I graduated from high school in, like, 1999 or 2000. And it was Pictures of You and Just Like Heaven. Great songs, great songs. And I like this. I could hear hints of Robert Smith-esque-ness in his voice. Although Robert Smith's is more soft and... Maybe not necessarily soft sometimes... Effortless, we'll call it. Maybe uh, Mark Solomon is a tryhard. <laughs> he tries too hard. Uh, anyway, Christian Limp Biscuit, The Cure, not morally straight. Well, I mean, who is who's a musician? Uh, who is period musician or not? Uh, papa. Thank you guys for going bearing with me through the beautiful music. Before I get back to calls. Some super chats, Lin Yen Chin on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Anything in excess can cause harm, he states. Even the best quality water can poison you if you drink too much. I think that means, I think it's so to speak. Maybe it's literally poison if you drink too much. You can certainly flush out all your nutrients and die from it. Wasn't there a guy, a young man, a kid who, who drank so much water that he Ended up dying or something like that? I don't know. Lin Yenchin knows, I guess. The same applies to emotional states, each having a specific point of excitement that it must not cross unless you want it to become poison. Uh, Tilde? Tilda? Intoxicating. Poison. Intoxicating. I want to say slash, but it's one of those tilde things. The Enya squiggly line thing. Poison intoxicating. Okay. He continues with another super chat. Misuse of the word toxic to describe one's sense of others. Oh, that's a toxic person. Or it was a toxic relationship. Maybe. Uh, is mistakening, or mistakening. He didn't say that. He didn't write that. 
is mistaking the lethal dose of your own emotion as the responsibility of those targeted by that emotion. Interesting point, Lin Yan Chen. Incitement of excitement, called racism, is just the same blame for one's own shame. You're racist. That's in their evil heart and mind and emotions, not in yours. I saw this video on Twitter, better known as X, shall we? Shall we call it better known as X now? In which, as an example of this from Lin Yan Chin, this uh, bigger, I guess he was white, he didn't seem that white, guy doing a uh, man-on-the-street type of interview. He's all Joe Biden, tall, young, white or Hispanic or Italian or something. Maybe he was even uh, one of those Middle Easterners, but mixed with white, which Middle Easterners are part white anyway. Um, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? And then he holds it to a shorter black gal, young lady. And I use the term loosely. She's all, are you serious? Are you serious? Looking up at the guy. And he asked it again. Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Joe Biden. What are you, racist? I'll pay you. Oh, no, we saw it on. I didn't see it on Twitter. I saw it on American Anchor Baby, right? That was on American Anchor Baby, right? Yeah, because then I remember being in the chat. It was American Anchor Baby, right? We were in the chat, I'm like, for $20. Let's see the $20 first. That was American Anchor Baby, right? <laughs> uh, speak into the mic, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bag. People call it water poisoning, but I think it's a misnomer. It's more like flood, a flood in your body, says JS Urban Adventures. Malkuth X. Hey, a lady died during a radio contest trying to win a Nintendo Wii from water intoxication, allegedly. Did she have a mannish woman's voice? No, she might have had a high T count because a lot of, I heard that black ladies have higher testosterone levels than other ladies. But, um, like, it's just happens. Natural. Did her family get the Wii? Uh, but anyway, she was like, are you racist? I'll give you $20 to say the N-word. I think this was on American Anger, baby, quite sure. He's like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Amer- I know for sure now because Nick, the American Anchor Baby, called that the squeal of prey, meaning he's a, a, an animal, of, a little animal of prey. <laughs> I'm not about that. I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm not going to say the N-word for 20 bucks, he said. <laughs> the squeal of prey. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was her projection. Because so many blacks will racially profile a white or a non-black as a racist for asking a question or saying something true or saying something that they have a right to say. And, oh, you racist, that's in their evil profiling, uh, prejudgmental, blind, confused, 
speculating hearts, imagination, emotions. Nice, Lin Yen Chen. Great point. Okay, getting back to more Super Chats. My bag. I got carried away, maybe. Beta Legs gave a diamond. And I don't know if I can read this out loud. Hey, can we see something? Or shall I, or should I axe Hassan? <laughs> That's funny, man. That's funny. I'll, I'll tell Hassan what he said. <laughs> well, he said to me, and then he and then he said, "Or shall I axe Hassan?" And it cracks me up because of, because uh, of our style, our styles. <laughs> um, but I don't know, Beta Legs. It seems weird. I'm gonna say no. I mean, you can. But no, not, not if I allow it. I don't allow it. And I don't allow it. <laughs> Bale legs, weirdo. I never understood that. But, you know, people get all kinds of strange kicks in the fallen state. Shout out to Beta legs. Greenwall gave a diamond saying, shout out to spoiler alert. The coolest mod. That's correct. Thank you, Greenwall. And yes, indeed, shout out to spoiler alert. Being enlightened till I rise on Rumble... Says that fire in Maui must have been in cahoots with the rich folks, seeing as how it didn't touch most slash any of those million dollar houses. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Whew. Is that true? Evil is still real, states uh, with this rumble rant. James Hake, I really admire. Don't dox me, man. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I really admire how you live your life without any fear or worry of judgment by others. If you did, you would never be able to listen to all this super gay music every day, so thank you. (laughs) Nice. Thank you, Evil is Still Real. Pretty funny. Yeah, I know, and it's Christian. It's not gay, but then it's music, and Christian music is not necessarily very Christian after all, is it? And so maybe he is right. Whew. Tabor or Tabor J. Eaton bought a coffee. I like the way you pronounce A-E-O-N, all caps. Aeon. Can you do it again? Aeon. Is that how I was pronouncing it? <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'll have to look it up sometime. Lord Goodhair bought a coffee. Shout out to Hassan and congrats on the new show. That's right. It is Walking on Water Hassan. Two S's, okay? Walking on water, Hassan. Is the, is the at sign, the tag, on his YouTube channel. Check that out. It's going to be live in less than an hour, I believe. I'll believe it when I see it. But that's what the plan is. Cool. Right after Hake. Nice. Lord Goodhair continues. And that's all, if you search it on YouTube, it's WOW Hassan, all caps. Okay? I think. You can also search Walking on Water Hassan, all one word. It's cool. Uh, Christ is king, continues Lord Goodhair. Yesterday, now, and forever. Love you guys and keep the great shows coming. Nice. Thanks, man. And another super chat. A coffee from Base America First over on uh, 
buy me a coffee. Tropical Storm Hillary, one L in Hillary, was so bad that MSDNC, the Democrat-aligned MSLSD, had to, had to puff up children's television host Bill Nye as a science educator <laughs> to propagandize how bad it was. Tropical Storm Hillary. Quote, it's very difficult to tie any specific weather event to climate change. But if you like to worry about things, this is a great time. Unquote. New quote. It's just going to get worse and worse, probably. Unquote. Nye incorrectly referenced humidity and a so-labeled heat dome being in the South. It's not only the South, but most of the central U.S., United States, experiencing heat and humidity, also known as summer, a.k.a. summer. Apparently, commie science is based on worry that living will probably get worse. Self-fulfilling commie science makes lives worse, writes Based America First, which I avow. A statement I avow, because it's true. People are mostly unaware that tropical storms regularly form and dissipate in the oceans. Some brief brief trivia around tropical storm Hillary. Los Angeles typically has no rain during August, but received over two inches. Death Valley, beautiful area, I've been to Death Valley, uh exceeded its annual two inches of rainfall from just the storm and was 82 degrees instead of 110 plus. Did Tropical Storm Hillary fill up Lake Mead? Not directly. Seven inches of depth were saved in Lake Mead. That's basically like Canada, um, not Canada, Nevada, Nevada, Arizona. Not anywhere near Canada, really. Lake Mead, beautiful lake on the Colorado River, I guess. Seven inches of depth were saved since less water was needed downstream. Lake Mead is more affected by melting snow and is up to and is up 20 feet from its low point last year. Wow, that's cool. Due to heavy snowstorms earlier this year. Cool, thank you for the info. Based America First. Makes me want to travel out to uh, beautiful... Colorado River on uh, the, uh, you know, I sometimes wear that Willow Beach, Arizona t-shirt, the, one of the orange t-shirts I have. That's cool. I'm happy to hear that, <laughs> I guess. Okay, I think we're caught up on the Super Chats. Thanks, fellas. I got to get to Arthur in Colorado, who's been on hold forever. Arthur, thank you for calling, man. How are you doing? Hey, doing hey. well. How are you? Doing well as well. Yeah, I'm calling. I'm browsing around on the internet like usual, and I can't help to to see this um, whole ordeal with the, the blue remaining in Hawaii. Have you stumbled on that by chance? The blue remaining on Hawaii? So yeah, during during the disaster, there's there's a lot of talk about things remaining there that are that that are blue that didn't burn. Oh, hmm. Oh, huh. Weird. And, uh-huh. and uh, so they did an experiment. Actually, someone did an experiment. They had different colors: white, red, yellow, and um, they have some type of. Um, 
laser or blue beam, and it does not burn blue for some reason. And uh, they, you know, they they record it. You get to see the example, and and uh, it's kind of interesting because uh, there are lots of photographs of um, blue remaining, and everything around it is, I mean, from trash cans to, I mean, you name it. If it's a certain, it's almost like a. I want to say almost like a Dodger blue. It's uh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, it's very it's interesting. And, and I, of course, I, I was it's looking true, at it skeptic and wondering, you know, because of course people are going to find conspiracies and everything. Yeah. Um, but being but being that um, yeah, there you know, I guess there there were uh, famous people's homes that that were remaining huh. um, that didn't burn, and then uh, that kind of. That kind of got me uh, thinking may- maybe this was possible, and you got random just items in the city, just blue, everything. You know, it looks like uh, the end of the world there, and then you got items that are just blue. They're just sitting still. looks like they weren't touched at all. So I was a little puzzled on that. I was just wondering if you stumbled on, on that by chance. You know, I haven't looked into this Hawaii thing really at all. All I, the literally the only information I well, not literally, but the only info I have on it is from the morning updates from CNN that I yeah. read to you guys on Hake News, and yeah. uh, that little tweet that I read from KCAL 9, local news, about the DNA samples, and then whatever I may see in the live chat, which is informative sometimes, and uh, right. hear from you guys, the callers. So, whew, wow. Yeah, it's really, really strange. People are actually... Uh I don't know if it's exactly proof, but had me a little puzzled. Just kind of re- remind me a little bit of, you know, what people came up with nine eleven. They were saying certain things didn't just didn't burn um, like everything else. So um, yeah, I was just wondering if you heard about it. Maybe you want to look into it. Experiment is kind of interesting. Uh, someone someone had a random clip, and um, yeah, it, they. I'm, I'm not sure if it's a. Beam laser. I'm not really familiar with that, but yeah, TDS they, uh, LGBTQ BLM says told me, and I haven't checked it out. Uh, a video that this person LGBTQ BLM TDS uh, of lasers caught on camera off of Hawaii by news. It was from satellite back in January, huh? So. Uh, so there's all kinds of conspiracy theories and speculation and curiosity surround and and mystery surrounding this event, huh? Yeah, and a lot of um, reports. I mean, people um, that were on the news were saying that they were hearing explosions. It, it reminded me a lot of of, of uh, what happened at nine eleven. Um, people, there was even firemen. I don't know if you remember, and they were they were even saying that there was explosions in nine eleven. Just really uh, sounded similar. Um, there were people in Hawaii saying that... Wouldn't it make sense that there would be explosions in a fire? Yeah. Um, in the midst of things burning, so stuff that's more explosive will uh, explode? I, I agree with, not, I agree I'm with not, that. I'm not way. dismissing the notion that... I'm yeah, not dismissing totally. anything. I'm just saying... Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And the way they were, exp- the way they were explaining it, it was... Um, it just sounds very it sounds very fishy um and uh the fact that uh 
I believe it was like Oprah's house and a, a bunch of celebrities' house on the hill, just un, completely untouched. It, it, just, it just looks it looks it looks really <laughs> strange. Um, but so, fires, uh, yeah, I was just wondering. But we're not used to looking at fire damage all that much. You know, if you don't see a whole lot of fires, it can look strange to the layman. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Um, I guess seeing it is just kind of a. It's just one of those things you you look at, and I, I just couldn't really yeah. fathom it um, completely. And, and it's uh, baffling. It's mm-hmm. awesome. It's an unknown, and there's really nothing we can do about it. So, to me, like, right. what's the point of looking into it? You know, I mean, ooh, we're gonna find out the government's evil. Ooh, like we right, didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it. It's like almost like I. I can't even really get away from it. I'll, I'll get even if I try to stay away from it. People will message me, "Hey, did you see this?" You know, Funny. yeah, yeah. And uh, it becomes annoying a little after a while because I don't want to be thinking about those things. So, True. Uh, but um, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. It's interesting. I'm wondering if this will turn out to be one of those things where people are, are skeptic of this whole situation like 9-11 was. Um, it seems like it's going in that direction. It's already starting. Inter- um, it's interesting how much interest it caused. I expected to spend five minutes on this today, and I've gotten three, four calls on it, and uh, people, want, people really wanting to talk about it. Yeah, it's, Surreal it's, it's is strange. a good word. Surreal. <laughs> very, very surreal. Um, yeah, yeah look, but it doesn't mean that, that it's doesn't mean that it's not completely natural, especially since people are incompetent over there as well as uh, corrupt. You know, I mean, didn't they? Wasn't their uh, emergency response person like a friend of somebody, or it's nepotism or something strange like that? Right. Um, you know, they were they were saying that that that, that um. The sirens and um, the warning, um, none of them worked. Well, the sirens, somebody said that the sirens didn't go off because they didn't want the people to be confused with Mm a, uh, with a hurricane or, you know, one of those water-related sirens, in which case they would rush more inland as opposed, which would be towards the fire. So that was one of the excuses that they made. I don't know. Yeah, I just find it interesting that they're surrounded by ocean, and yet, you know, they couldn't get any of any of any water really. Yeah, um, funny. Huh? I wonder if like, salt water oh, helps. Isn't salt water? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I'm just like kind of get your buckets, throwing my hands in the air, wondering. You know, I'm just. I I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but thanks for taking my call, Hank. Great show. Thank um, you, man. Looking forward to uh, listening to Hassan as well. You guys are all doing great. Cool, man. All right, Arthur, happy Men's History Month to you. You got it. Happy Men's History Month. Take care. Arthur in Colorado. What an ostrich keeping your head in the sand. <laughs> Be look D. Funny. Uh, I don't know if I can say this. D. Gab blank. <laughs> Funny name for you to be talking about keeping your head in the sand. If you D. Gab blank. I don't know. If you D got blank, you wouldn't care. Or would you care? Or D got blank. Does anybody know what I'm talking about with D got blank? Can you surmise what I'm talking about with D got blank? D-G-A blank. (laughs) Don't give a hoot. (laughs) 
<laughs> B look D G A blank says what an ostrich keeping your head in the sand Pfft, not happening in Los Angeles yet no wildfires in LA yet when it happens to me then I'll be uh, worried about the conspiracies and even then like nothing I can do I'll just be uh, hoping hopefully able to protect myself it's that's why you got to keep your wits about you. Whew. What a mess. I feel like I should take a, do a story quickly. Oh, yeah, let me do a story. Uh, this Jewish climate pusher. Um, I think he's Jewish. Jamie Raskin? Jamie. A man named Jamie. J-A-M-I-E. There are men named Jamie, okay? Uh, Raskin. He tweeted this out. He's a politician. One year after Democrats, he calls them Democrats, I call them demon rats, created the largest program of climate action in history. The GOP, grand old party, primary contenders meet in a debate. Will any of them mention climate change? The growing catastrophe, exacerbated by their denialism, asks this uh, Raskin fella. He's a rascal. Not a Christian, I don't think. A family man. Cancer survivor or cancer fighter. He's battling cancer or something like that. That's why he has this do-rag or handkerchief or... Goofy bonnet <laughs> looking like he wants to be a rapper when he's this old white Jewish guy, not a normal white, on MSLSD, MSDNC, MSNBC. Donald Trump basically wiped out the idea of there being a party platform. He states, Here's his clip 31, guys, the Wednesday equivalent of clip 11. Let's hear Jamie and see. Jamie Raskin, this rascally representative from, I think, Maryland, right? Somewhere up in the Northeast. Why would Maryland elect such an unchristian person? Demon rat. Here it is. Donald Trump basically wiped out the idea of there being a party platform. Uh, The Republicans haven't really had one for a long time. The platform Mm -hmm. is whatever Donald Trump tells them to think about any particular issue. Um, What is their position on climate change, for example? Mm -hmm. They're in complete and total denial about it. It's 115 degrees for a month in Arizona. The water is 101 degrees in the ocean in Florida. And they have nothing to say about climate change. Nine inches of rain in Vermont and uh, a mass death toll in Hawaii and they act as if nothing's happening. So I'll be curious to see if any of them even raises the question of climate change. Interesting uh, points he's bringing up there. Are all of those things confirmed to be having to do, exacerbated by climate change? Or will there be context noted on his tweet? Will there be context? I wonder if you... Let me check his tweet to see if there is context. Because I am logged in as a community notes. I, don't, I do not see context. Any even context suggestions on his tweeted video here. Representative Jamie Raskin proudly serving Maryland's beautiful 8th Congressional District. 
uh, leading the oversight demon rat committee in uh, Congress. He, oh, I got to show you guys him with hair. He's so, it looks, I want, I guess I don't want to say he looks better, but yeah, I mean, he does. He looks better with hair. Um, 822,000 followers on Far Left X, known as Twitter. Let me drag Jamie Raskin profile. Drag it into this folder here so that you guys can see his picture as God made him. And then he put that do-rag over himself. Oh, there's a picture of him with that punchable face. I spit. Pardon me. Punchable face rhino Trump hater. I'm blanking on his name. Kinzinger. Adam Kinzinger, who wanted to... uh, Purge the Republican Party from of uh, white supremacy. <laughs> you see Jamie Raskin all bright faced, Lord shining down on him, and some woman, probably also not a Christian. Uh, yeah, he's on some House Oversight Committee, I guess. What a mess! So far, be it from me to be pushing. So he's a left-wing, that's not a conspiracy theory, that's a uh, climate theory, I guess, or propaganda theory. Is that an American flag bandana on his head? I don't, I don't know. It was some type of bandana thing. It is interesting to me that these unchristian people, people, I remember bring up this climate change stuff as their, their topic. Oh. <laughs> it's interesting. You're, what you focus on, as I often cite Cernovich as saying, is what's important to you. Is what seems important to you. Look at that autistic, mentally ill Swedish child, no longer a child. Uh, Greta Thunberg. She focuses on it. Now she's like, and the world leading the world, the, the world propping her up, worldly, uh, satanic, mainstream media and politicians, world so-called leaders propping her up for her climate fight. <gasps> How dare you? And blah, blah, blah. All you ever do is blah, blah, blah and never do anything. Greta um, belly. Or, you know, these different people, oh, white supremacy is the problem. Or, Larry, in the case of Larry Elder, nobody's bringing up, nobody on either side is bringing up the notion of, I'm showing off my disavow mug, nobody is bringing up the fact, the, the issue, the symptom slash problem of fatherlessness in America. Not just the blacks, but especially the blacks. Joelle Friday TV had a great show about uh, human nature, slash, especially as dealing, the blacks are dealing with it, these men and women. Antagonism. Jealousy. Uh, <laughs> I like how Hakes models his mug as he talks. <laughs> 
I think Larry Elder's issue is more important. And Jamie Raskin is a family man. He is fa- he's a father of young men and ladies, I think. Oh, yeah, his son... Did his son commit suicide? Yeah, I remember he had some sort of tragedy in his story, Jamie Raskin. I looked him up one time months ago. His son killed himself, says Skunky X. Maybe it's hot because it's summer in the West Coast. People so stupid. This dude is absolutely evil. Goblin. Son killed himself, says Skunky X. Yeah, I remember something happened. Maybe OD'd on, like, opioids or something like that, like many whites, many supposedly normal whites are doing. Not just unchristian whites. That dude made kids? <laughs> Maybe it's his personality. These uh, unchristian people, sometimes they have very high verbal IQ and they're uh, able to cajole. Cajole? <laughs> Is that... I don't know. You know, they have a way with women, maybe, sometimes. Look at Harvey Weinstein. He was a, a ladies' man. <laughs> But I, th- I personally think that uh, that it's not. It may be an issue, but it's not the the issue that their solutions are dumb. Globalist socialism. Imagine how mildly attractive Jamie Rife Raskin's wife must be. Whatever, man. Uh, you know who else? Don't say cajole, kids. <laughs> you know who else is all into this climate change thing? This guy who was being interviewed by JLP on the Fallen State. Another unchristian person. Not a normal white. Actually a Hispanic and maybe part Jewish, maybe? Um, I think he's atheist. Who's that guy who you, whom you guys hate? A lot of you guys hate. <sighs> But anyway, JLP interviewed him, and he's all, you're not going to talk about climate change or something real? Because JLP's asking him about what a slut is, and women, and men, and this fake race issue, and the transgenders, and the LGBT mess going on. And this David Pakman, I want to call Pac-Man, but I think it's Pacman. He thinks that climate change is the thing to talk about. What are you going to talk about? What what can you do about it? Stupid. (laughs) Not Ben Shapiro. (laughs) Are they communists or are they useful idiots for communists? And is there a difference? Blind leading the blind. Yup. I got to get to Tony in California. Tony. Some people call him Toby. Tony in California, happy Men's History Month to you. Hey, how you be today, Hank? I'm fine. How about you? All right. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I was just calling about the situation in America, about mostly white, not all, not all, but mostly white, are using fake diplomas to get jobs and and all other things. I mean, why, why they can't do it legit and just go ahead and go to college or... And get a degree instead of buying instead of buying these fake diplomas. Sounds like uh, I didn't know that most whites were doing that. Wow, cool. Well, yeah, well, you got you got a Republican senator, senator. 
the 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 last his way all the way through Congress. Oh yeah, the, the, the white his. Are you talking about the white Hispanic-based, not morally straight I, rhino uh, named uh, what's that guy's name? <laughs> Who's supposedly George, white? George Santos. Yeah, it's George Santos. That's a white. Yeah, I mean, that's a. Is that man white, white in your mind? He's a white European. <laughs> oh, Lord, he's not that white. But okay. I mean, not, no, you're right. He's not that white. But none of y'all white. Oh. Y'all, I mean, y- we should call y'all people of color. Because you. when you get mad, you turn red. When you get hit in the eye, you turn blue, black. And, and, and when you get embarrassed, you turn pink. <laughs> Funny, man. I mean, it's amazing how many shades of colors y'all turn. The Lord <laughs> works in wondrous ways, doesn't he? Well, hey, I don't, I don't speak on the Lord because he do what he want to do. <laughs> that's all we can. And all we can do is do what he said do. Yeah. So... So white people took a page out of the blacks and started cheating, huh? According to you, they've been cheating. They they did that from the beginning of the time. They stole we, this land. No, we learned it from you guys. They stole the land. We learned how to steal from you guys. <laughs> no, that's a, that's that's. A, I'm that's kidding. I'm trolling. It's to, I'm devil. totally. Don't, I'm not lying. I'm joking. If you're joking, no, you lying. That's a lie. But if you're I lying. Kept on with I'm lying, but I'm admitting that I'm lying because I'm admitting that I'm joking. So it's you are it's the, honest. You are the son of the devil, and you, <laughs> you do what the devil say do. But what did your scripture say? John eight forty four. Forty four. What did John eight forty four say? Yeah, forty four. You the son of the devil. Spell it. You are of your father the devil, and your and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, on, when he lies, he speaks according to his own nature for he is a liar and the father of lies. Based on, Jesus. That's, 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 that's a European way. <laughs> oh yeah. Are you European? You must be European, Tony. No, brother. I, <laughs> I, have, no, I have no European in me, brother. Is your father the devil? No. No. How are you evil then? Why? How are you evil if your father is not the devil? Because God created evil and he created good. Okay, so God created you evil? He created all of the evil. Who's your father then? It's God. Your father is God and you're evil though? What part you didn't understand? In the book of Isaiah, it said that God created evil and good. That's fine, that's fine, but... Okay, so what's going on now? I mean, hey, don't 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 let me get you on scripture. So I know your book. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And another thing, y'all uh-huh. talk about Hawaii. Yeah, that was meant to happen because they shut off the water. People are using water holes at their house, trying to water their yards and and, and their property down. They shut it down, and then they then the police officers cut off the roads so they couldn't leave. So that was meant to happen. And you got over a thousand people out there still missing and burnt up. Since it's a black saying a conspiracy theory, I don't feel the need to disavow. Well, the thing is... Because blacks are allowed turn, to push conspiracy theories. They're going to turn that all into beachfront luxury hotel property. That's what's going to happen. Watch and see. Oh. Nice. Oh, because BlackRock is predatorily buying up all the land or something like that or somebody like well, that? Oh, Hey, even Oprah bought over a thousand some extra acres. Extra, she already got plenty of land over there. But but she, but she gives away. Does she give acres. away stuff 
a lot. You get a car. You time. get a car. Yes, she do. Yes, so yes, we don't she care. Do give away stuff. Nice. So we don't care. Yes, you do. No. Yes, you do. You're the See? one bringing it up. I didn't even know about it. How am I going to care if I don't even know? But the thing is, you were talking about it earlier. Oh, I was taking calls about it. I wasn't talking that much. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, what is that? Let me ask you another question, and then I'm going to let you go. Yes, sir. You and, no, no, your father, Jesse, and you. I thought my father, talking, I thought my father was the devil. Well, he is. Thank you. Oh, the but he's is, black. He, he's not, he's not, he's, he's not European. Okay. You got him on your shirt. So, oh, yes, I have. Check it out. <laughs> Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. I'm trying to understand is this. You always said, don't be prideful. Don't judge others. And and your thoughts is not you. Right. But yet, you are advertising Jesse. Uh-huh. Jesse said that he has the best counseling in the world. Yep. Jesse said y'all show is the best in the world. That's prideful. Oh, Lord. That's your it mind. Is. Come you on, s- no, 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 no. Let's keep it real, man. Let's no, keep it Lin real. Yen, Lin Yen Chin has a, uh, has a super chat for you, which I already oh, read. And it's he, not specifically had- for you, but it applies to you. Uh, okay. Uh, you're misusing the word prideful to, to describe somebody else when it's in, it's, that's in you. You're projecting your pride. You're pointing out in others what's really in you. It's in all of us. So then what do you care? But the thing I'm caring about, why would you sit here on, on, on YouTube station and uh-huh. say don't do it when y'all do it every day? So what? Do as I say, not as I do. See, there we go. There we go. What? That's, that's a European way of doing things. <laughs> <laughs> do what I say, but don't do as I do. <laughs> You're silly. You just proved my point, brother. You just proved my point. Y'all always saying y'all the best in this and best in that, but then you tell everybody else, don't think for yourself. Don't, don't, your thoughts are not No, you. we're saying, we, oh, say, we tell them to think crap. for themselves, but don't think. Don't get oh, into really? thoughts. Don't believe your really? thoughts. Really? So yeah. you say, don't believe, don't, don't believe nothing you read. Come on, man. I don't know y'all, about that. Y'all, you just like Donald Trump. You love the police educated. You don't want people to think for themselves. That's what this country is all about now. Don't think for yourself. Do as I say do. That's it. Then how come you repeat everything from the mainstream media? Mainstream I'm repeating everything from you and your partner, Jesse. You, the mainstream media is what you believe, though. No, no, no. Yeah, I uh-huh. research everything. I research everything. See? Exactly. And so then you what, end up that, sound, and you come out sounding just to do? and you come out sounding just like it's not wrong, but your uh, your perception and your judgment is wrong. Well, let me ask you this: Don't yeah. you get more more of your reports from CNN? Yeah, I have. I do. Okay, so what are you saying then, brother? Because I don't I don't judge or perceive yes, the do. world the yes, way yes, that you do. do. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't judge or perceive the world the way that you do. Why? Oh, you talk about blacks every day. What you talking about? You don't judge and perceive the world the way I do. You do it every day, bro. I know, but my judgment and perception is is quite different from yours. Judgment and perception. How is that? I'm not saying that I don't judge and perceive it. I do judge and okay. perceive it. Only thing, only yeah. thing different between you and I. Uh-huh. I love everyone. You hate between those you and me. That don't look like you. 
Huh? Oh, you don't. You, so you don't hate the whites, the Europeans? No, I no. You no, love us? No, no, no. You love us? All the time. All the time. Nice. Cool. Thank you, man. Because you're human being. I don't. Uh, I don't use. Oh, uh, we're I don't use the label. We're human I don't beings? use labels. Y'all, y'all label people every each and every day. I don't I'm use so them. happy. My you heart is like warmed. I am. You just like I am. You go to the restroom just like I do. You eat just like I you do. Don't know you don't just like I do. Well, I don't know. You're right. You <laughs> might be part of that, that GPL or a, uh, APD or whatever that thing is. You <laughs> might be part of that. You're indifferent. I'm not going to say it, but I don't know. You know? All right. Not all, not all but most. You know, that, as they say. Well, thank you, Tony. Very silly call. And uh, no silly call. It's truthful call. Okay, cool. Have a good day, sir. You as well, man. Happy Men's History Month. Tony in California. Whew. Well, guys, this has been the Hake Report. I got to wrap it up. Um, thank you to the Super Chatters, Lin Yan Chin, Based America First, Carver with a, with a coffee, says if Hawaii, if the Hawaii space laser is real, doesn't that confirm the Baltards and NASA's devil science? I don't buy it, says Carver with the coffee. Yeah, do the flat earthers believe in the lasers? I don't know. Shout out to the Flat Earthers. I, myself, am an honorary member of the Flat Earth Society for my tireless efforts promoting the Flat Earth by uh, arguing with them. Nice. Yenrik Yagoda bought three coffees. Antonio Hake. Did you hear that some Hispanic woman was saddened when she spoke to DeSantis about her experience as a Hispanic girl in Texas, which, means, which makes her the average girl in Texas these days? It was some Yale secret society thing that hosted Ron DeSoitis. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. DeSoy, S-O-Y, like soy boy, tis. Oh, also, fun historical fact, the atomic bombings of Hiroshima or Hiroshima and Nagasaki, centers of Japan's Christian population, wow, killed two-thirds of Jap- Japan's Christians. Whoa, coincidence that many of the Manhattan Project scientists were also not Christian. Hmm, have a blessed day, senor. Wow, thank you, Yenrik Yagoda. And thanks, guys. That's all I have time for. Let's hear uh, Getting Away with Killing You and Everyone Else by Left Out. Catch Walking on Water Hassan next. Bye, guys. <laughs>